Hello, world, and welcome to the Philanise Nash Experience podcast, a new audio series of lighthearted and sometimes third eye opening conversations on a variety of topics from the African American perspective. I am your host, Philanise Nash. Welcome. Today, my guest is the president of Logo My Logo, which is a global promotional product supplier. He's been in the marketing game for over 20 years and in business for himself for almost a decade. He is a sought after speaker, teaching audiences on team dynamics, motivation, leadership, and entrepreneurship. So let's welcome and give a warm hand clap to Sean Thompson. Let's welcome Sean Thompson to the show. Yay. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy to be here with you. Very excited about what we'll share today. Awesome. Awesome. So let's let's kind of jump right into it. So since April, I've asked my guests about their experience with this pandemic, and most of us have never been through a pandemic before. Correct. How's COVID? How have you been treading COVID, this pandemic, both personally and professionally? Yeah, Doc, I think that at this point in life, it will never go back to the way that it once was. And so just trying to find a way to adapt and to make the most sense out of it is the way we've been doing it. Um, life has changed a lot for me over the last few months. Uh, I don't know if I shared with you. You did. I did share. Yeah. Okay. So if I can share with your, list, your listeners, we are, my wife and I are expecting. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're we having a COVID baby, evidently. <laughs> it's, That's it's, what they're called. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, in December, we are expecting. And so little things that you wanted to do to celebrate the newness of life, like a gender reveal, which we had that, but the grandparents couldn't come because we just wanted to make sure that they were safe. So you know, we've just found a new way to make life as normal as we possibly can yeah. so that personally that piece of it has been different um professionally you know i'll be honest i went through a period where i thought oh my god this is the end of the world because my business is so focused around events so when people gather together they need our products to help them make that event successful I guess being totally transparent, I went through probably 24 hours of like, am I going to have to do something else with my life? And <laughs> what I did was I got settled and I thought about where are there opportunities in this space? And then our business really started to find a way to maneuver in this new COVID and started offering more PPE items. That has been, and I know we'll get into this, but that has been one of the things that helped sustain us through what could have been a, a, a very difficult time, but we are doing well. Things are great. It's already the 24th. We've met our sales goal for the month. I mean, so, so good things are happening. All right. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it. Most people have had to pivot. So did logo, my logo have anything to do with PPE or that kind of business model previous to yeah, there were elements of it that we've always dabbled in. If you think specifically about the sanitizers, the hand sanitizers, we've always offered that to our customers. And so when things happen, you know, and you want to be safe, those are those are one of the things that we've had customers in the past give away at trade shows. We do a lot in that college and university space. So that's one very popular item that our universities always um, ask for. So we we were in that space. but 
the space has changed. So we have suppliers now that never offer sanitizer who, who are offering them and selling them now. We've never had the request to do custom printed masks because we do custom imprints, promotional products. That space, it made room for us, if you will. So where we would have printed t-shirts, you know, we got a couple hundred t-shirt orders. It was mask orders. So just what, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, we had a mask order for a university for 4,000 masks. And so that pivot happened that way, if you will. So we were always in the space, but it's just uh, the request for it just shut up, shut out the roof. And so luckily we were there to be a source for our, our customers. What a blessing. What a blessing. I'm glad to hear you were able to recover and pivot and find a niche that your company was able to take advantage of. So each time I speak to you, I learn a little bit more about you and and who you are. But can you just take a minute and and enlighten my listeners as to who is Sean Thompson? What's your origin story? How did you get started in the marketing industry? Yeah, well, I'm originally from Pensacola. And of course, I live in Nashville, been here for 20 plus years at this point. Um, I'm a graduate of Tennessee State University. So I came here, Doc, on a football scholarship to Tennessee State. And so that's how I ended up here in Nashville. And I started working with an advertising company immediately after college. I worked there 12 years. When I left, I served as the VP of sales and marketing there. And I started my own company a little over almost, almost nine years now. I started my own. That's been my life. And so promotional products has been a huge portion of it. I have about 20 years worth of experience in the industry. Yeah, I guess that's the short version of, and I definitely, I definitely can tell you the story about how we started, but that's the short version of who I am and kind of how we got to this place. So tell me about the name Logo My Logo. That's a very, very interesting title. How did you come up with that? Yeah, so I was sitting around with a group of buddies of mine and trying to come up with something catchy, creative that spoke to who we were as a company and also gave you an idea about what we supplied. And so it was a catchy little something that came up and it was it was logo my logo. But what was interesting is that in 2004, I came up with the name and I sat on it forever, Doc. I didn't launch the business until 2011. And so the name we had in place, we did not have the business in place at that point. Um, I can tell you a little bit about how I started the business. Yeah, I would love for you to, because I love talking about startups. You know, my husband and I, we're in entrepreneurship pretty heavily, and we love to mentor people who think that they want to take that leap and get into entrepreneurship. So I'm always interested in hearing and having my listeners hear how you knew the time for you to take that leap. What was that like? Yeah. So I, what was interesting is in my sales role, I really interacted with, with a, a number of business owners. And so just the interaction, being able to offer them products and services, having those types of conversations. And I really got to the point, Doc, that I knew that I was smart enough to do it. It was just putting a plan in place and launching. And so what was interesting about me and my story is, uh, again, I told you I came up with the name of the company, Logo My Logo, in 2004. I did not launch the company until 2011. And so when I was when I was thinking about it, I was at the point that I was ready to start. I started working on my business plan. And so this is kind of unique. So in the business plan, it asked me all these questions. As I'm sitting there working through this plan. OK, you got a name. Yes, I got the name. Logo My Logo. Do you have an address? I did not have an address. But one day I went to go deliver products to a customer 
And they were in this office building. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this building. Uh, I need an address for my business plan. So I literally <laughs> wrote this address in my business plan. And so that's where the address came from. And so then I was working on the plan. And I was thinking, about, okay, do you have the marketing pieces of it? Yes. Do you have a, a, a customer base who've been with you for 12 years? I had that piece of it. And the, the last piece that I was working on was the finance piece, Doc. And so uh, I knew that it would take me about 25000 roughly to start the business. And so one day I go to lunch and I'm having lunch with uh, a friend of mine who we served on a board together. And he asked the question, he said, Sean, what's next for you? And I said, well, I think I really want to start a business. I think that's the next thing for me. He said, well, you know, the first thing you need is a business plan. I was like, yeah, I've got the plan. I've been working on the plan. I have the plan. He's like, you got the name of the business? Yes, I got the name. It's logo, my logo. You know where to be? Yes. <laughs> I got the address. You know how you're going to promote and market? Yes, I have those things. Well, do you have the finance piece? The finance piece is the last piece that I'm working on. I was like, I need about 25000 to start the business. And he said, uh, okay, that's easy. And I said, what do you mean that's easy? And so he said, that's easy. And so uh, he actually loaned me the, the money to start my business. And so that's how I started. And to recap, the name of the business is Logo My Logo, which came, uh, came up with 2004, even though we didn't launch until 2011. The address that I wrote in the business plan that I did not have any idea if they had any office space available, I didn't know how much it cost. I didn't know anything. I know I was working on a business plan and I needed an address. I wrote this address down. That location is where my first office was. When I finally reached out to them and asked, okay, you got any office space? They was like, yeah, we got this one little space back here. You can have it 220 bucks a month. I was like, yes, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Like, can I sign up right now? <laughs> and so I, I took the office space and then the finance piece, again, because I wrote it in the plan, you heard the story. I was at lunch, opportunity came available, and I literally got a check for the $25,000. And that's how I started my business. And if there is one thing that I think I glean most from those experiences is the fact that your thoughts become things. And again, I don't mm -hmm. know if there are three words assembled in the English language more powerful than the fact that your thoughts become things. And so now I'm nine years, Doc, living in the thing that was once a thought, there were words on paper. It's my reality every day. And so that's how Logo My Logo started. And, and that's how I launched. That's a beautiful story because you hear so many people say they have everything in place except for that financing. And you were able to acquire that with just a discussion over lunch. Yeah. That should let you know you, you're doing, you're in the arena that you are purposed to be in. Yeah. And you know, one, one of the things that help you get off a go is once you start moving in the right direction, things start to attach themselves to you and connect with you in a way that if it does not blow your mind, it's an indication you may be not doing the right thing. But things just started blowing my mind and I knew I was in the right space. I knew I was doing the right thing. And for those individuals who are listening that, are, that haven't got off a go yet, I just want to encourage you, put a plan in place. And when things start to connect to you to make your plan make sense, then get off a go, launch, go, move, and you'll jump and you'll catch your wings on the way down. There you go. I think that's what happens to all of us as an entrepreneur. And, I, and good things are going to happen to you. This is the question that I always ask myself whenever I'm 
facing some astronomical challenge, it's always, Doc, am I going to die? <laughs> am I going to die? So you can do this and you can survive and you can be successful. If the end result will not end up in death, then do it. If you got life, you always got another opportunity to go back and make whatever was wrong. You can make that right. So did you die? Will you die? If you cannot die, do it. <laughs> Talk yourself off the ledge. My husband says that all the time, especially when a challenge comes. And he's like, is anybody dying? No. We'll be able to figure this out. And, and if you don't get it right the first time, that's definitely a lesson for you. Absolutely. To be able to to change that or re to pivot or to, you know, change something up. How do you distinguish yourself from your competitors? I watched your interview with Dr. Cornwall on Entrepreneurial Minds, and I've watched many entrepreneurs on there. You talked about the fact that the industry that you're in is a multi-billion dollar industry. So that means that there are a lot of other people in that arena and in that space. So how do you distinguish yourself and Logo My Logo from your competitors? Yeah, I think the thing that separates us is that we have a powerful story. And what the great fortune that I have is that I've had an opportunity to work with a number of different companies, people, organizations. And I think what separates us is the fact that we have a story. We have a powerful story. And so our story is connected to our customers. So the way we've been able to help a particular customer may transcend into another industry. So again, we have individuals who are great in their space, but they may not be the best at telling their story. So that's another thing. We help them tell their story through creative, unique promotional items. Think about, is this going to make sense for this particular audience? And then can I get them to move to do whatever it is, whatever it is I want them to do? Will they do that? What does that mean? Will they connect with me socially? Will they purchase my product? Will they buy my book? Will they, will they support my vision? And so we help identify a product, a promotional item, something tangible that, again, helps you drive your message forward. And sometimes somebody may give you a business card. You'll lose the business card. But if you give me my favorite cup or my favorite T-shirt or my favorite mug, whatever it is, if you give me something that I deem valuable, I'm never going to lose that. So I think us telling the story of how we've been able to help customers in the college and university space. Again, we have literally customers all across the globe. And that's one of the things that was important to me as well. But, but the universities. So just a few Tennessee State here locally. Uh, Dillard University down in New Orleans, um, Temple University, uh, Delaware State, Alabama State. I mean, we, we have customers and universities that we serve literally across the country. But one of the things that I wanted us to be able to do is to talk about us being a global supplier mm -hmm. and encouragement to any listeners. Well, how many customers do you need to have outside the country in order to be a global supplier? One. Just, just one. Just one. Just one. And so it was something that I wanted us to be able to say about us as an organization, that we have this global reach. And so we were able to secure that. It's extended beyond that now, but we just needed to get in that space. It was a thought, just like we talked earlier. It was a thought on a piece of paper, and that thought is now a thing. And then, and then the last thing that I think that helps separate us from others is the fact that, you know, what's the life after an event? If I give you an item, 
it shouldn't be just goodwill that particular day. Will this item serve you in a space in your life, in your business, in something that you're thinking about working on after the event? Because again, you know, our industry kind of started with calendars. If you think about somebody put their name and logo on the calendars for 365 days out the year, your calendar is on a wall and someone will look at your name and logo company several days throughout the year. And so what life does the item have after you give it? And so I think we really dive deep into that with our customers to help make sure that they're choosing the correct items for their event. But again, I think us having a story, talking about how we help our other customers, and then finding an item or finding items that give you life after your event. So once I give it, does it still connect you as a company to your customer, end user, potential customer? Does it still connect you? And if that product has done that, then we've done our job well. I can tell you have passion for this. Oh, yeah. Just the way that you're speaking on this and how you want to take that customer and just say, no, no, I'm not just going to sell you 500 mugs with your logo on it. Like, I'm going to sit down with you and come up with a plan. Absolutely. Because I want them to be successful. Their success is predicated on my success. If they mess this up and then they're out of business next year, we didn't do a good job of helping them. If a mug can be the solution on how you keep your doors open, we want to be that solution for you. So, yes, we're extremely passionate about it. I love mugs. I collect mugs. Yeah, so we'll have to talk offline about getting a PE mug. So we're getting close to time, but I do want to talk really briefly about your speaking engagements and how you encourage leadership and team dynamics. Briefly, what are the top three points that you speak about when you're in front of an organization and you're talking about leadership and team dynamics? Yeah, so just to kind of brief them together, I, I, I generally share nine principles of leadership. So I won't go through all of them, (laughs) but I'll I'll tell you one of my favorite stories. Let Let me give you the nine, the accountability of a leader, the association of a leader, the humbleness of a leader, the integrity of a leader, the responsibility of a leader, the discipline of a leader, the mentality of a leader, the vision of a leader, and then the hands of a leader. So we walk through those nine, but our greatest example of leadership, I think is found in the animal kingdom. And if you think about the lion, who in essence is the king of the jungle, what's unique about him is this lion is not the smartest. He's not the tallest. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. All those things that you would think that would make him the leader. He's none of those things. But somehow this dude is the leader. How is he that leader? And I really think he has an attitude for leadership. I think his attitude is such that he is the king. He rules the jungle because he believes in himself. He believes in his team and he puts a plan in place. So they're hungry. Lions in the jungle, they're hungry. And this, this one lion identifies an item, uh, an elephant over there herding amongst hundreds of other elephants. He identifies one. I think that's the first thing a leadership identify what the challenge is. The second is to assemble your team. That's his pride. Hey, we got an elephant over there. If we get this thing down, we all can eat. Let's get together. So they surround this one elephant and then they pounce with confidence. And so I think all leaders have those. They identify a problem. They assemble a good team to help them be successful. And then you go at it full force, full fledged. And I think that helps you ultimately be successful. 
That's an awesome message. I appreciate you sharing that with us. One thing before we go, I want to make sure that my listeners can actually get in touch with you and follow you. And I think you also have a giveaway as well for my listeners when this podcast is published. Do you want to talk a little bit about your social media and what the offer is? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're we're happy to do this. Let me first thank you for the opportunity to share with your listeners and spend time with you and what the listeners didn't get a chance to see or hear is us laugh and joke for 10 minutes before we even started the interview. So I, I appreciate you who you are as a person and the value that you bring into this marketplace. I think it is to be commended. And so I want to take my time to say applause to you and what you do. Thank you. If To connect with us, connect with us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. They're, all the handles are the same at, at Logo My Logo, L-O-G-O-M-Y-L-O-G-O. We spend the majority of our time and space in Instagram and in Facebook. So connect with us, follow us. If um, if there's something we can do to help you or organization, your family reunion, whatever the case may be, we would love to help you. And let me know that you and I connected on Dr. Nash's show and um, I'll, I'll make sure we take good care of you. And then the last thing that I want to do for your listeners is on our page on both the facebook and the instagram page we'll post information the flyer about this show and promoting the show and so if you'll go under any of those posts on facebook and on instagram and just uh, type in the word valuable so if you type in the word valuable on our social media on instagram or on facebook then what we're going to do is we're going to donate 25 free full color custom printed masks because we want to make sure you guys are all staying safe so we're going to donate free, uh, again, 25 masks with your company's name and your company's logo on it for you to do whatever you choose to, to help promote and market your business. So we're going to do that for your listeners because we love Dr. Nash. Well, thank you. That is awesome. So everyone listening, you better take advantage of this. So again, 25 free full color imprinted masks. You got to go. Once you see us drop that this is coming out, you got to go to Logo My Logo's Facebook and IG page, comment with the word valuable under the show announcement. And one thing, the promotion will end two weeks after the show airs. And at the end of the two weeks, one business winner will be selected. So make sure you get in there and connect. So Sean, thank you very much for coming on the show and just giving us your insight and your story. It's a wonderful story. And I wish you and your wife the very best. You've got a blessing ahead of you. So enjoy your time. Thank you so much. It's been exciting to share with you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You're welcome. So to my listeners, I want to thank all of you for listening in today. We've had a wonderful message from Sean Thompson. You can find the show notes and all of his social media links, as mentioned on the episode on my website, Philanise Nash Experience. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, I need you to subscribe, rate, and comment on the show. Just simply search Philanise Nash Experience on those platforms. Also, we have launched a YouTube channel. So these audios are also being uh, video recorded and they are being dropped on the YouTube channel at this on the same day as the podcast drop. So just check out the Philanese Nash Experience podcast channel on YouTube. And then follow me on social media, Philanese Nash on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I just want everyone to vote. Make sure you are registered to vote. This next election is crucial. So I need everyone to stay safe, wear your masks, 
socially distance and wash your hands. Stay safe, stay well, peace.